precious listeners, and welcome to Bright Hour podcast on exposition of truth. Restored to the Bride of Christ in this last age of Laodicea. Our Lord and our God, help us this day to know you better as we go through today's episode. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. We will read Malachi chapter 4 from verse 5 to verse 6 for today's episode to deal with two main accusations the religious world is using to condemn this glorious message of this day. Malachi chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet. That looks like the literal man coming back. Before the coming of the great and the dreadful day of the Lord. That looks like one coming of the Lord. Now listen. And he, Elijah, shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their, not just the fathers, but to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. In John chapter 5, verse 18, the religious people accused Jesus of two charges that led to his crucifixion. That was... He broke the Sabbath. Then he made himself God. Little did they know that he was God, the king of the Jews, manifest in the flesh. And he was the Lord of the Sabbath. The same spirit is on religious leaders, religious world today, accusing William Marion Brown. He is not Jesus. He's just showing a picture. He's not Jesus. Accusing William Marion Brown of two charges they are using to crucify this glorious message. Now remember, God is his own interpreter of the prophecy of Malachi 4, 5 and 6 by manifesting it, fulfilling it, and vindicating it the same. Here are the two charges that he, William Brown, is not the Elijah, the prophet of Malachi 4, 5, and 6. Two, he was not sent to preach, so he went into errors, and God cut him off. Nevertheless, what saith the Lord, and what saith the Scriptures? At the first coming of the Lord came John the Baptist. He was a man sent from God. He was not Elijah sent from God. He was a man sent from God. But concerning his birth, the angel Gabriel said, The spirit and power of Elijah, not the man Elijah himself, but the spirit and the power of Elijah will come upon him. Instead of believing what the religious doctors are saying, why wouldn't you rather believe what Angel Gabriel, standing in the presence of the Lord, said? John's name was not in the prophecy. But Gabriel said John will have a ministry by the anointing that was upon Elijah of old to turn the heart of the fathers to the children. 
the first part of the two missions of Elijah. Now, Jesus himself confirmed John was Elijah to come to prepare the way before him. Elijah by his ministry, not the man Elijah. Now, Jesus assured us he will come again the second time. And the scriptures make it clear he is not coming this time through birth. But this same Jesus will come as he was taken away in a corporal body, not a spirit. If John fulfilled the first part of Elijah of Malachi 4, 5, and 6, the second part of Malachi 4, 5, and 6 will be fulfilled by Elijah at the second coming of the Lord. When Jesus interpreted Malachi 4, 5, and 6 in Matthew 17, 11 to 12, he said Elijah will prepare the way before him and Elijah will restore all things. So Elijah will do the two things when he comes. Now the angel of the Lord announcing the second coming of the Lord on June 11th, 1933 said, As John the Baptist was sent to forerun the first coming of the Lord, your message, that is William Brown's message, that is the message William Brown was already preaching or had started preaching, not the man, but the message will forerun the second coming of the Lord. If John was Elijah of the first part, then William Abraham is Elijah of the second part. It's as simple as that. As it was the first coming of the Lord, it was not John nor his followers who said he was Elijah. It was the angel of the Lord confirmed by Jesus Christ that said John the Baptist was Elijah of that time. So it is at this second coming. It is not William Marion Brown claiming, nor his followers, those who believe his message, claiming he is Elijah of our time, but the angel of the Lord who said it. The world over, the religious world, acknowledge William Marion Brown as a prophet, but reject him as Elijah of Malachi 4, 5 and 6. This is the first charge of crucifying the messenger and the message. June 11, 1933, was a divine commission. Your message will forerun the second coming of the Lord. So if you take the word message from the divine commission and substitute with the man for running the second coming of the Lord, you are left with nothing but a mess. When you take the word message from the divine commission and make it the man for running the second coming of the Lord, you are left with nothing but a mess. William Marion Brown referred to June 11, 1933 as I am not disobedient to the heavenly vision. That was his divine commission. Now the religious world contends with that by asking the question, who else had the voice as a witness. Paul, St. Paul, 
at the beginning of the Gentile gospel dispensation met the same light, and he also said he was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. He also called it the heavenly vision. Now you can see the Gentile gospel dispensation started with the same light and ends with the same light. In Acts chapter 9, from verse 1 to 7, something supernaturally happened. Those around Paul heard a voice, stood speechless, but seeing no man. In Acts chapter 22, from verse 6 to 10, Paul explained further, those with him saw the light, were afraid, but heard not the voice of him that spoke to him. They saw the light, they were afraid, but they heard not the voice of him that spoke to him, Paul. In Acts chapter 26, from verse 14 to 18, he spoke of the commission and said it was in Hebrew language. He alone heard what was said. Paul alone heard what was said. The people heard a voice speaking, but could not make out what was said and what language was spoken. The vindication of Paul's ministry was a proof of this voice he heard. Yes, William Marion Bram alone heard the voice. And it is right in line with the scriptures. Ananias was not there when Paul saw the light, but could affirm what was said to Paul. So at least that great evangelist T.L. Osborne was not there when that supernatural thing happened, but he testifies he personally heard the same words of John the Baptist and William Marion Brown. There is no man that had an encounter with the ministry of William Marion Brown that would deny he is a prophet. But like Jesus did, some said he was a true prophet, others a false prophet deceiving the people. It has been the trend every time God sends a major ministry to the world, to the religious world. The second charge is he was sent. At least we thank God they believe he was sent by God. The second charge is he was sent by God, but he was sent to pray for the sick and not to preach. That is why he went into error and God cut him off. He was sent by God, but he was not sent to preach. He was sent to pray for the sick. And when he started preaching, he went into error and God cut him off. First, he is a prophet. The first charge is a prophet, but not Elijah of Malachi 4, 5, and 6b. Then he was to pray for the sick. He was not called to preach, to be a preacher. Now, the Old Testament prophet delivered their messages mainly by visions and prophecies. But John the Baptist, the first forerunner, came preaching his message of repentance. Jesus Christ, the God prophet, followed preaching his message. So we can see that a New Testament prophet is a preacher outside the prophetic rule of being a mouthpiece in visions 
and prophetic utterances, the New Testament prophet is a preacher. The New Testament prophet is a preacher. Finally, before the angel of the Lord commissioned him with the gift of divine healing in 1946, he had already commissioned him with the message to preach. When he said, your message will forerun the second coming of the Lord. When God told him to do the work of an evangelist, what do evangelists do? They preach the gospel for salvation of souls, for healing, and for deliverance. It is a lie that God cut off William and Abraham because he went into preaching instead of praying for the sick. It is also a big lie that William and Abraham went into error because he was not a preacher to preach. Remember again, it is his message, the truth of God's word that he preached that is for running the second coming of the Lord. The message is the spiritual food in this due season of the second coming of the Lord. In closing, how can God send a prophet, a dispensational prophet, only to come and pray for the sick when Christendom today is more apostate than ever? God bless you, and let he that has an ear hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the churches, a message to forerun the coming rapture. I bless God for you listeners. Stay tuned. Share the link to bless someone else. And remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Google Podcasts for new episodes every Wednesday. Once again, Shalom.